0: Section 14b, The Principles and Seven Steps for Effective Communication Principles of Effective Communication Everyone must understand what makes communication succeed and fail. Most mistakes are caused by forgetting one of the five principles of good communication. This section addresses the five core principles, focused, organized, clear, understanding, and supported. Focus. Figure 14.1. Focused. The first hallmark of good communication is that the communication is focused. The sender has a clear idea of the purpose and objective, locks on target, and stays on track. Organized. Good organization means your material is presented in a logical, systematic manner. When writing or speaking is not well-organized, audiences become easily confused or impatient and may stop reading or listening. Even if you are providing useful relevant information, your audience may underestimate the value of the information and your credibility. Clear. This principle covers two interrelated ideas. First, to communicate clearly, we need to understand the rules of language, how to spell and pronounce words, and how to assemble and punctuate sentences. Second, we should get to the point, not hide our ideas in a maze of words. Understanding, understanding their current knowledge, views, and level of interest in the topic helps when sharing ideas with others. Understanding what is expected with the format and length of response, due date, level of formality, and any staffing requirements helps when you have been asked to write a report. Support it. Use logic and support to make your point. Support and logic are the tools used to build credibility and trust with your audience. Nothing cripples a clearly written, properly punctuated paper quicker than a fractured fact or a distorted argument. Overview Like many things, good communication requires preparation. There are seven steps that will help every airman become a better communicator, both in written correspondence and in speaking abilities. The first four steps lay the groundwork for the drafting process. Step 1. Analyze purpose and audience. Once the need for communication is determined, Step 1 requires you to be clear on your purpose and know or understand your audience. Those who have mastered the art of communication stay focused on their objective and approach audience analysis seriously. Choose the purpose. Most Air Force writing or speaking is either to direct, inform, persuade, or inspire. Your task is to think about the message you want to send, the what, and make some sort of determination what your purpose is, the why. Once you decide the purpose, you will know where to place the emphasis and what the tone of your communication should be. Draft the purpose statement. One way to make sure you are clear on your objective is to write a purpose statement, which is one sentence that captures the essence of what you are trying to do. Your bottom line. Developing a clear purpose statement will help you focus as you develop your communication, help your audience focus when you deliver your message, know yourself. Realizing your own strengths and weaknesses will help you meet your communication goals. Know your organization. In the military, we rarely act or speak in a vacuum. Often we represent our organization, unit or functional area and must understand them and accommodate their views, capabilities or concerns in our communications. Know your audience. The receiving audience falls into one of four subcategories. Depending on the type of communication and coordination needed, you may or may not deal with each one of these. Primary receiver. The person you directly communicate with, either verbally or in writing. Secondary receiver. People you indirectly communicate with through the primary receivers. Key decision makers. The most powerful members of the audience. The ones that really make the decisions. Knowing who they are will help focus your attention and potentially your delivery in larger briefings and certain written communication. Gatekeepers. People in the chain who typically review the communication before the communication reaches the intended audience. Knowing who they are and what their expectations are can save you embarrassment and help ensure your success in the long run. Succeed with your audience. Some tips are rank. Differences in military rank can be a real barrier to communication in the Air Force. Many of us become tongue-tied when communicating with those senior in rank and cursory or impatient with those who are junior in rank. We must constantly remind ourselves we are all communicative equals and should strive to be candid, direct, and respectful with everyone. JARGON Tailor to your audience. Do not overestimate the knowledge and expertise of your readers, but do not talk down to them either. Be careful with excessive use of career field-specific jargon and acronyms. Be inclusive. Remember our diverse force. Sometimes we inadvertently exclude members of our audience by falling into communication traps involving references to race, religion, ethnicity, or sex. Remember this concept when designing your visual support. Knowing your audience and adhering to good taste and sensitivity will keep you in check. Tone. This is not just what you say, but how you say it. Closely tied to the purpose of your communication is the tone you take with your audience. Speakers have gestures, voice, and movements to help them communicate. Writers only have words on paper. How many times have you seen colleagues get bent out of shape over a misunderstood email? Why? Because the nonverbal signals available during face-to-face communication are absent. Recognize this disadvantage in written communication and pay close attention to the tone. Courtesy. The first rule of writing is to be polite. Forgo anger, criticism, and sarcasm. Strive to be reasonable and persuasive. Try not to deliberately embarrass someone and avoid with a more tactful choice of words. Make it personal. When appropriate, use pronouns to create instant rapport, show concern, and keep your reader involved. Using pronouns also keeps your writing from being monotonous, dry, and abstract. The pronouns you will probably use the most are you, yours, we, us, and our. Use I, me, and my sparingly. One rule of business writing is to put your audience first, so when possible, avoid using I as the first word of an opening sentence, and avoid starting two sentences in a row with we or I unless you are trying to hammer home a point. Formal – to be or not to be versus informal – hey dude. Different communication situations require different levels of formality. The informal tone is more like a conversation between you and your reader and is characterized by clear, direct, active language. In today's Air Force, most of your writing will be informal, though ceremonies and awards may require more elaborate formal language. Whether your tone is formal or informal, you will still need to follow the accepted rules of grammar. Be positive. To cultivate a positive tone, give praise where praise is due. Acknowledge acceptance before focusing on additional improvements and express criticism in the form of helpful questions, suggestions, requests, recommendations, or clear directives rather than accusations. Your audience always appreciates sincerity and honesty. Step 2. Research your topic. Whether your goal is to persuade or inform, you will need more than fancy words to win the day. You will need substance as well as style. Once you're clear on your purpose and audience, step one. You will need to research your topic to uncover information that will support your communication goals. Before you begin the research, refer to the five approaches to researching below for the best method for accomplishing researching. Approach one. Review purpose and scope of the overall project. Sometimes your purpose and scope will evolve as you learn more about the topic, and you may need to do some preliminary research just to get smart enough to scope out the effort. Approach two, assign a deadline as you can easily get lost in the research process. Don't do an outstanding job of data retrieval, then a marginal job on the presentation because you ran out of time. Approach 3. Ask the boss. Even if you can eventually find the answer on your own, save some time by asking your supervisor for suggestions on where to start. Approach 4. Determine what is known. Before you look for answers outside yourself, look in the mirror. You may already have valuable knowledge about an assigned research project. When relying on personal knowledge, be sure to identify and guard against any biases you may have. Approach 5. Determine where to look for information. Coworkers and base personnel are easy because you can meet with them face-to-face. Office files and references in paper form and on your computer network may be valuable sources of information. Finally, the Internet and library offer an unlimited supply of information. Step 3. Support your ideas. Once you have researched your topic and collected information, you need to figure out how to use what you have found to meet your communication goals. Individual pieces of evidence are used to build your argument. When identifying some common types of evidence, they may include Definition A definition is a precise meaning or significance of a word or phrase. Testimony A testimony uses the comments of recognized authorities to support your claim. These comments are sometimes direct quotations or paraphrases, but direct quotations tend to carry more weight with listeners or readers. Statistics The use of statistics provides a summary of data that allows your audience to better interpret quantitative information. Statistics can be very persuasive and provide excellent support, if handled competently. Keep them simple and easy to read and understand. Also remember to round off your statistics whenever possible, and document the exact source of your statistics. Example An example is a specific instance chosen to represent a larger fact in order to clarify an abstract idea or support a claim. Good examples must be appropriate, brief, and attention-arresting. Quite often, they are presented in groups of two or three for impact. Fact A fact is a non-controversial piece of data that can be confirmed by observation or by talking to communally accepted authorities. Be careful to distinguish facts from inferences and handle inferences you would like to use in your research as testimony, not fact. Explanation Analysis The analysis is the separation of a whole into smaller pieces for further studies, clarifying a complex issue by examining one piece at a time. Comparison and Contrast Use comparison to dramatize similarities between two objects or situations. Contrast to emphasize differences. Description. A description is to tell about something in detail, to paint a picture with words, typically more personal and subjective than a definition. Step 4. Organize and outline. Select a pattern that enables you and your readers to move systematically and logically through your ideas, from beginning to conclusion. Some of the most common organizational patterns are listed below. Your purpose, the needs of your audience, and the nature of your material will influence your choice of pattern. Topical. Use the topical format to present groups of ideas, objects, or events by categories. Compare or contrast. Use the compare and contrast style when you need to discuss similarities and differences between topics, concepts, or ideas. Chronological When using the chronological pattern, you discuss events, problems, or processes in the sequence of time in which occurrences take place, or should take place, past to present, or present to future. Sequential A step-by-step approach, sequential is similar to the chronological pattern. Use this approach to describe a sequence of steps necessary to complete a technical procedure or process. Spatial or geographical. When using spatial or geographical pattern, you will start at some point in space and proceed in sequence to other points. This pattern is based on a directional strategy, north to south, east to west, clockwise or counterclockwise, bottom to top, above and below. Problem and Solution Use the problem and solution pattern to identify and describe a problem and one or more possible solutions or an issue and possible techniques for resolving the issue. Discuss all facets of the problem, such as origin, characteristics, and impact. Reasoning and logic. State an opinion and then make your case by providing support for your position. Use the reasoning and logic pattern when your mission is to present research that will lead your audience down the path to your point of view. Cause and effect. Use the cause and effect pattern to show how one or more ideas, actions, or conditions lead to other ideas, actions, or conditions. Step 5. Draft A draft is not the finished product, and each sentence does not have to be polished and perfect. The focus is to get your ideas down on paper. Do not obsess about grammar, punctuation, spelling, and word choice. This all comes later. You do not have to fix every mistake you see. By periodically checking your outline, you are less likely to lose focus and include irrelevant information. Break up your draft into a three-part structure—introduction, body, and conclusion. Introduction The introduction captures your audience's attention, establishes rapport, and announces your purpose. Therefore, the introduction sets the stage and tone for your message and the direction you plan to take the audience. A typical introduction has three components—stage-setting remarks, a purpose statement, and an overview. Stage setting remarks sets the tone, captures the audience's attentions, and encourages the audience to read further. Stage setting remarks are optional and can be omitted in very short messages. The purpose statement is the one sentence you would keep if you had only one. Moreover, the purpose statement specifically states your purpose, thesis, or main point. The overview clearly presents your main points, previews your paragraph sequence, and ties your main points to your purpose. Body. This is the heart of your message and includes the main ideas about your subject and supporting details under each main idea. The body, depending on the purpose and subject, will typically consist of several paragraphs, As a general rule, a separate paragraph is formed for each main idea. Conclusion The conclusion is the last and most neglected part of well-arranged communication. An effective conclusion often summarizes the main points discussed in the body and leaves the reader with a sense of closure. Conclude your communication with positive statements based on your preceding discussion and avoid bringing up new information. The introduction and conclusion should balance each other without being identical. Effective Paragraphs Paragraphs are the primary vehicles for developing ideas. They group related ideas into single units of thought, separate one unit of thought from another, and alert readers that the writer is shifting to another phase of the subject. Each paragraph contains a topic sentence, preferably at the beginning, that prepares the reader for the rest of the paragraph and provides a point of focus for support details, facts, figures, and examples. Use supporting ideas to prove, clarify, illustrate, and develop your main point. The objective is to help the readers see the paragraphs as integrated units rather than a mere collection of sentences. Plain language. Prepare all Air Force correspondence using plain language. Plain language means using logical organization, common everyday words, except for necessary technical terms, you and other pronouns, the active voice, and short sentences. Transitions. One way to make sure your paragraph flows together, both internally and externally, is by using transitions in the form of words, phrases, or sentences. Internal transitions are used within a sentence to improve the flow, while external transitions are used to link separate paragraphs together within the body of the communication. Effective Sentences To draft clear and concise sentences, choose clear and concise words and phrases to make up your sentences. There are three considerations to make when drafting sentences active voice, smothered verbs, and parallelism. Write actively. The active voice shows the subject as the actor, reaches out to the reader, and gets to the point quickly with fewer words, whereas the passive voice shows the subject as a receiver of the action. Examples. Instead of, your support is appreciated, the IG team will be appointed, it is requested that you submit, Use, I appreciate your support. Colonel Crawford will appoint the IG team. Please submit. Smothered verbs, make your verbs do the work for you. Weak writing relies on general verbs that take extra words to complete their meaning. Keep verbs active, lively, specific, concise and out in front, not hidden. Examples. Instead of, the IG team held a meeting to give consideration to the printing issue. Use that format for the preparation of your command history. The settlement of travel claims involves the examination of orders. Use, the IG team met to consider the printing issue. Use that format to prepare your command history. Settling travel claims involves examining orders. Parallel construction. Use a consistent pattern when making a list. If your sentence contains a series of items separated by commas, keep the grammatical construction similar. Violations occur when writers mix things and actions, statements and questions, and active and passive instructions. The key is to be consistent. Examples. Needs work. The functions of a military staff are to advise the commander, transmit instructions, and implementation of decisions. Acceptable. The functions of a military staff are to advise the commander, transmit instructions, and implement decisions. Needs work. The security force member told us to observe the speed limit and we should dim our lights. Acceptable. The security force member told us to observe the speed limit and to dim our lights. Writer's block. If you occasionally suffer from writer's block, you're not alone. Many experienced writers have a hard time getting started. The five fears that lead to writer's block are fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of success, fear of offending, and fear of running out of ideas. Some ways to overcome writer's block are brainstorm or free write to get your creative ideas flowing. Write just the topic sentences for each paragraph. Avoid procrastination. Don't worry about page length, word count, or some other constraint on the first draft. Bounce ideas off a friend or coworker. Use visuals like pictures or diagrams to show meaning. Develop rituals or routines to get in the mood for writing. Step 6 Edit the draft. One way to make sure you edit efficiently is to read your document at least three times to allow yourself to really look hard at the problem areas that could mess up your product. In the first pass, look at the big picture. In the second pass, look at paragraph construction. And in the third pass, look at sentences, phrases, and words. First pass, the big picture. Pay attention to the arrangement and flow of ideas. Here are some ideas to think about. Ensure the purpose statement answers the original tasker. Review the introduction to ensure it contains the purpose statement. Compare the introduction and conclusion to make sure they go together without sounding identical. The introduction should declare the purpose and the conclusion should show the readers the purpose was accomplished. When checking for relevance and completeness, ensure the paragraphs clearly relate to the purpose statement, contain all main points, and are arranged in a consistent order. Second pass, paragraph structure and clarity. In the second pass, check whether the main points and supporting ideas are appropriately organized in paragraphs. For each paragraph, focus on the following areas. Unity of focus. Ensure there is only one main point of the paragraph, and all the information in the paragraph relates enough to be in the same paragraph. Topic Sentence Ensure the paragraph has one sentence that captures the central idea of the paragraph. Supporting Ideas Ensure sentences expand, clarify, illustrate, and explain points mentioned or suggested in each main idea. The paragraph should have enough details to support the central idea without any extra sentences that are irrelevant to the main point. Also ensure all transitional words, phrases, and clauses improve the flow and show proper relationships. Finally, the paragraph should contain three to seven sentences. Third pass. Sentences, phrases, and words. Look at the details and concentrate on the small stuff that can sabotage your communication. These details include the passive voice, unclear language, excessive wordiness, grammatical errors, and spelling mistakes. Read the paper out loud. This requires the communicator to slow down and use two senses, seeing and hearing, which increases the chances of catching errors. What one sense misses, the other will pick up. Step seven, fight for feedback and get approval. Fighting for feedback and getting approval are both activities that are part of life in the Air Force. Feedback and coordination are closely linked. If the communicator does a good job of fighting for feedback, the coordination process becomes much smoother. The biggest benefit to fighting for feedback is getting a second pair of eyes to review the communication. Even the best writers and speakers cannot see where the communication can be made stronger as they become too close to the communication. Coworkers are usually a good choice because of their familiarity with the issue and jargon also asking a trusted agent or someone you consider an expert in a specific area of the communication such as grammar is another choice to obtain feedback feedback to give effective feedback refer to the following first effective feedback is consistent objective and sensitive to the stated purpose if asked to review a package make sure you understand what the person wants from your review and stick to it second Distinguish between necessary, desirable, and unnecessary changes. A page full of red marks is hard to interpret. Instead, give the author a sense of what really needs to be changed. Third, avoid using general statements. Instead, pinpoint specific problems, such as awkward sentences, grammar, etc. Fourth, Concentrate on improving the message's content, not the style or personal preferences of the author, unless the author has asked you specifically to comment on writing style. Before providing feedback, refer to the feedback philosophies in Figure 14.4. Supervisor-Subordinate Feedback Responsibility as a supervisor requires the need to be tactful and patient, especially when approving and disapproving subordinates' communications. A supervisor is obligated to help subordinates improve their work. This obligation may mean helping them to revise or rewrite their communication, especially if they are inexperienced. Get approval. Formal coordination gives affected individuals a chance to comment and helps ensure the best course of action is presented to the decision maker. To do this, You get other offices to approve what you are proposing through the coordination process. Only after the package is fully coordinated can you provide the boss with the best course of action and tell them who is supporting that action.